Hey there, welcome. Uh, we're doing a new thing tonight. Um, we're going to try to do some weekly Ohio State Buckeye content. And when it comes to football, where else should I turn? But Canton Repository, uh, football reporter, he covers the Hall of Fame, all kinds of different stuff for them. The great Peter Holland. Peter, how are you doing? Good, Chris. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, and thanks for doing this. I like to do, I, I've been trying to think of a weekly thing we could do together, and uh, we're going to do some content uh, over the next weeks of the football season. Uh, we'll do something on the Buckeyes and Browns and Bengals. So let's start out with the Buckeyes. We'll call this like our Ohio State show. I can't think of a better name for it right now. Uh, but, hey, we're about, uh, what, what is it? Um, like, less than two weeks before the season starts. It's crazy that football season's come as quick. Yeah, kind of sneak it up on us. I didn't really think about it until you just brought it up. Yeah, I think week zero, you can say, is uh, the end of August. And then you got week one that's going to be in September. Yeah, it's coming up real fast. Um, yeah, first week, are usually around Labor Day weekend. And you're new here in Ohio. You've come from Florida. And, you know, football's a big deal in Florida, too. But Ohio seems crazier. Have you caught the football fever here in Ohio? Uh, you covered some high school football last week weekend. Are, are you seeing how crazy Ohio is about football so far? Yeah. Um, I went to my first road game. It was in um, in Man Manter. Yeah. Uh, Manter, wherever we want, I want to call it. Um, it was it, – I saw how packed it was. So, yeah, I saw how um, – how much y'all really love your uh, – it's no different than what I expect for right. us, a community like Manor or any local high school, um, how much they value their high school teams. And, um, yeah, and I see some different – some brand brand new of kids who are very talented. And I'm, I'm also going to be going to Austin Town Fitch wow. High School this coming Friday. So I'm going to see what the Youngstown people are like. So that, that's going to be fun. Look out, your gas mileage check will be big <laughs> in the upcoming oh, I'm week. I'm the place, man. You, yeah. you have no idea, man. They got <laughs> me going to Austin Town Fish the first uh, Friday. The next day, I'm going to the Browns game. Oh. So I'm, I'm everywhere, man. I'm man. Everywhere. Very good. Well, let's talk about some Buckeyes. Um, you, you know, it's strange. Okay, so the season's starting. Um you look at the betting lines, and you know, betting lines have become a much bigger thing in the past couple of years. Buckeyes are favored to win each game. So if you go based on betting lines, the Buckeyes are going to get through the regular season undefeated. But, you know, it's college football. Strange stuff happens. And, Peter, I'm not saying that you would predict that the Buckeyes would lose a game. But in the regular season, what do you see as the biggest potential for an upset? Not that it's going to happen or not, but what game you think the Buckeyes should be most afraid of when it comes to this regular season they got coming up? Or should we cautious that's of? Not, that's, that's kind of tricky. Because yeah. when you want to think about upsets, that's just one of those teams you just don't see coming. And it's not necessarily that you can predict either. Um, obviously, Ohio State, they're loaded. And they are likely to be a playoff contender team. Um, I, the only team I could just think of, and just based on the schedule alone, is going toe to toe with Michigan again, and see how that's going to 
be. I think it's going to be just as competitive, just as tough. Um, Michigan had their way with them last year. I'm sure Ohio State felt that type of way that they just want to get them back at them. And I think they have a better chance, legitimate shot this year compared to the last time they faced off. Well, and I think the key, if you're going to beat Ohio State, it could be very tough this year. You almost have to really run the ball amazingly well. Because if you look at their two losses last year, it came to Oregon team that ran the ball pretty well. As you said, like Michigan ran the ball really well. And, you know, different defensive coordinator this year for Ohio State. Um, Buckeye fans are hoping that the defense gets better. And, you know, there's no reason. I'm not sure if the defense could be worse at times uh, from last year. But, yeah, if they get that defense better. That's it, it, the thing. It was horrible. Like, it was just more of a, it couldn't stop anybody. Right. Like, you can put like a, you can put like a Nebraska team out there, and they'll probably get like a hundred, a buck fifty on. That's yeah. how bad it, bad it was. Um, well, so, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. You go ahead. If you had something else to say with that. Well, that's that's probably just gonna go on come down to, I think, no positive thing about it is that everyone is back, but one thing about with Ohio State is that um, there's really not a, on the defensive side, we know how well they're going to be on offensively, but there's not really a stuck-out name in particular that's going to stand out on the defensive side, and we're going to probably going to see some names that are going to have to step up, or who's going to be that leader on the defense. I don't see that in the Ohio State. Well, and this could be a, a amazingly prolific Ohio State offense. I mean, you look at C.J. Stroud, I know he lost some receivers, but look at the Rose Bowl. The, the guys who are coming back are amazing in itself. Um, Travion Henderson is running back. I mean, they've got mm-hmm. some really amazing mm-hmm. horses. Um, so I would even say the defense doesn't have to be like the steel curtain. I mean, the defense could just be a average defense that doesn't give up a tons and tons of yards. Even if, uh, Pierre, if they say they gave up 20 points a game, which wouldn't be amazingly great, but with that offense they have, even if they could give up 20 points a game, this could be a national title team. Sure, sure. I mean, that's that's all you could ask for. I mean, you don't have to be, like, spectacular. But yeah. to, my, to my point is that there's not a specific player on that defensive side that stands out right. to me compared to the last few years. Obviously, when you're thinking about Ohio State, they have playmakers on both ends. I only right. see one sided with Ohio State. When we talked, you mentioned about CJ Stroud, uh, Trayvon Anderson. You didn't, you also got the, re- the lead receiving court, Jackson Smith, Jigba. He might be the next big thing. Um, Guys from all over the place on the offensive side. Paris Johnson I might be the best left tackle on that on all American, but nobody mentioned anybody on defense. That's probably the more the point I'm making. Who's going to be the guy on the defensive end? Who, who's who's going to be the leader on that defensive side, particularly? So each week, we're going to try and keep you shows for about 15 minutes because we're going to also have separate deals with the Bengals and the Browns. We're going to just try and answer some questions each week. I mean, 
you know, we don't have the time to go into humongous detail about these teams, but maybe some of the the big questions we have. Here's one question that's come up. It's been very interesting. Uh, I've helped the Columbus Dispatch write stories about the upcoming Ohio State Notre Dame game, which will be the following weekend as the um, college football season starts. A lot of questions about Notre Dame. I don't think they're a terrible team, but I have a hard time believing they're a national title contender. But it's very strange. The coaching polls have come out. Notre Dame's ranked fifth, which mm-hmm. a lot of people are questioning, saying that's way too high. Uh, are are you in agreement that Notre Dame seems to be rated a little bit high right now? Um, probably not. I don't think Notre Dame really deserved to be a top five team. Um, personal opinion. Uh, when you look at other teams, probably deserving. You can probably look at Michigan and how they performed um, from last year. You can look at Texas and they were on the come up um you can make an argument for a lot of a lot of the, some of the teams but notre dame is when it comes to rankings is more than just how they were last year it's always a momentum thing off season matters too so notre dame they had a really strong off season as far as hiring though replacing brian kelly with freeman to gain a lot of good rep- I'm sure they must have got a ton of good recruits um, that also come to a factor as well. Um, and they did, they did lost a lot of firepower um, from last season, so that also made, doesn't really justify them being a top five team. But it's more than just – it goes a lot more to that, I think, simply because the way how they perform in offseason more than just how they are. This season, and it's, it's the name itself. So they expect Notre Dame to probably be better than they are last year. Here's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I think Ohio State's probably at least a three touchdown. I mean, I, I think the official betting line is like 17 points, if I remember right. I think Ohio State wins by at least three touchdowns. And I'm wondering if it's going to impact Ohio State down the line because I think when you look at the placement in the top four as we get to the college football playoffs, not just winning these games, but how you win are going to be important. And I agree with you. I think Notre Dame's rated way too high at five. But say Ohio State wins like 41-7 to seven or some like really blowout win. I'm wondering if that's going to mean a lot more to some of the top four pickers saying, wow, they beat a number five team by, you know, 34 points or something. So I think this is going to have a real nice impact on Ohio State, assuming they can get the job done next weekend. It could. Um, you go also take into account that these are just pieces and polls, and sometimes yeah. nobody takes the pieces and polls seriously than what we're making. So we can see some of the top 10 teams, and some could be out in the top top 25 range if, if things go south with them. So I wouldn't even get too caught up with um, the day being top five as far as um, prediction score would be, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't surprise me with how they run up the score on them because Notre Dame didn't really have, the, they lost a lot of firepower. They lost a lot of guys, you know, tough guys to replace, especially a lot of pressure is going to go on Freeman in his first year. I'm sure there's a lot of expectations, but I don't know if they are in the level of what Ohio State is right now. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We can talk more about that next week when we preview the game. But, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Ohio State connections were Freeman. Um, I think what Larry Nice was the coach that he hired. Did I get the name right? Um, um, Larry Nice? Yeah, oh, yeah, former uh, Buckeye uh, also yeah, got hired I, I, to I the staff. Name. Yeah, yeah and, and there's a lot of. I, I know bad blood. I don't think Freeman necessarily has any bad blood against Ohio State, but, you know, it's their competitor. And, and already Freeman's made some comments about Ohio State. It, it's funny. We joke about this on Columbus. He makes a somewhat critical comment, and he's trying to fire up his guys, but he's very careful. He doesn't want to offend, you know, some of his old Buckeye friends. So it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out as the game gets closer. But, man, Peter, I, I've written about this game for months now, and I always feel like it's not coming. I feel it's like it's always been this big blip in the future. But, man, Craig, we're less than two weeks. Uh, big football season for Buckeyes. And a lot of pressure on the Buckeyes, too. I mean, as we talked about, the Buckeyes should be at least in the top four, if not the national title game. And I'll be interested to see if they can get it done on the field. So, very good. All right. Well, thanks for checking out. Like I said, we, we won't put some thoughts together about each of the major football teams here in Ohio. Uh, we're going to try to do this every week, so check out next week as we talk about the basic preview of this big game coming up, Notre Dame at Ohio State. As always, uh, Peter, thanks a lot. Uh, we're going to have some thoughts about the Browns and Bengals coming up too. So for Peter, this is Chris. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.